Guardian Unlimited. Hello. Hello! I'm Brian Logan. And I'm Lucy Porter. And for today's Heckle, as it's a beautiful sunny day for five minutes at least, we've come to Edinburgh Castle. Yes, it's known as Venue 298 during the festival. And it's where Ricky Gervais will be performing at the end of the month. Are you going to see him? I won't be around by then actually, but I suspect that getting tickets might be rather tricky. <laughs> so coming up on today's Heckle... I hit it, I ran into it. <laughs> Healthcare system... And I think it's probably the best thing anybody's ever actually shouted at me. But first, Shappy Sandy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to my show. I'm so ridiculously pregnant. Are there any other pregnant ladies in the audience? Or men? No? Okay, I just have to check that because it's only polite to acknowledge each other, like bus drivers. Um, now, uh, this is my show and it's called Carry On Shappy. It was going to be called Oh My God, The Morning After Pill Didn't Work and now I'm going to be heavily pregnant at the Edinburgh Festival, but I have to go to build on last year's momentum. My career depends on it, God damn it. but that wouldn't fit on the poster. <laughs> so... Here I am, and um, I'm, I'm 32 weeks pregnant, and the doc well, no, I'm 33 weeks pregnant, and the doctor told me that I'll be 32 weeks pregnant at the beginning of the festival, so I thought that would be okay, because I divided 32 by four to see how many months I was, and I got seven. <laughs> it's eight, sir, it's eight. And so basically, I'm here because I can't divide. <laughs> I can multiply. <laughs> she's got a good angle, she's got a good gimmick this year, Brian. Is that how desperate comedians are for a gimmick? <laughs> yeah, I don't think she got pregnant just to do her Edinburgh show about it. To be honest, I would. You would? It's a good gimmick, I like it. Next year, I do. supporters, pregnancy. Yeah, no, actually, no. Now you say it, it makes me shiver. <laughs> I think it's incredible that she's doing a show eight months pregnant. And apparently it's a very good show as well. One way of taking your mind off it. I suppose, yeah. pregnancy, exactly. I suppose. There is a part in the show, Brian, where she gets someone out of the audience and teaches them how to be a midwife uh, and gives them hot water and towels. Sounds charming. <laughs> well, we can have a listen if you like. OK, I'm going to appoint the most sensible-looking person in the front row to be my midwife. Madam, it's you. If I may say, you look very sensible and healthy. You, you, look, you look very kind of, hmm, Dannon. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's your name? Helen. Hello, Helen. Shappy, nice to meet you. I like it. You're very well brought up. I like that in a woman. Um, this is for you. <laughs> Just in case. We have a kettle boiling in the back and uh, I have my pregnancy notes here. Actually, Helen, they're my show notes. If I'm honest with you, my brain's like a sieve. This is not for you. This is just between me and the medical profession. And it's not like, you know, it's a brand new show and I might forget my lines. It's like I might forget who I am, where I am, and why we're all here. So if you wouldn't mind hanging on to that in case of emergency, I'll come to you and you'll go, push, push. This wasn't quite a heckle, but some guy was schooling me about the healthcare system in London. It was the most educated heckle I've ever gotten. I'm here with Stephen K. Amos, and we're in a pub, which seems all wrong for you, because you're not really a pub kind of man to me. You're much more refined. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lucy Porter. I'm very much not a pub man. The idea of sitting in a pub at this time of the day, um, looking at people drinking pints, is slightly abhorrent. <laughs> I mean, you are one of the people who, you know, everyone always says, well, it's just consistently, he does brilliant shows, and people will come to see you. 
But do you still feel the pressure doesn't ever diminish? I don't think it does. When you get to the stage of Jason Bird or whatever, who are doing massive rooms, you know, like six, seven, eight hundred seaters, yeah. I think that's when the pressure is definitely off because it doesn't matter about reviews. But here in Edinburgh, that everybody's here. Every single person that I work with, that I know, that I respect, is here. I don't read reviews, a bit like yourself. No, I, don't. I read them after the fact, just to get an idea of what people are saying. But you can't escape walking down the street without somebody you know saying, oh, well done in the five star, or sorry about the two star, which I had last year. Somebody came up to me and went, oh, it's you and me, isn't it? I went, what do you mean it's you and me? We've both got two stars. Oh, oh thanks. Kind of someone thanks to, to let me know. What's been your most exciting Edinburgh experience? 2004 when we did Cuckoo's Nest. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's well, Nest, sorry, if anyone was... Sorry, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <laughs> Nest, um, which included a cast of stellar stand-up um, performers, as well as Mackenzie Crook, uh, Francis Barber and Christian Slater. What's been your most traumatic experiences? This year I experimented with using a projector and got the final edit a week before we got to Edinburgh, and we ran it and ran it and ran it, and it just wasn't gelling right and I wasn't feeling it. We binned it on the first Saturday, Ooh. took a huge risk. Completely changing the completely shape of the show. Completely changing the shape of the show. And lo and behold, it worked. And we apparently have garnished a couple of five-star reviews. Look at me, who's not reading reviews. Yeah, exactly. Not reading reviews, but just keeping your ear to the ground to see what you've got. <laughs> just looking at the stars. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, I think we fall into this kind of trap, us as performers, listening to the media going, Edinburgh's all about concepts and doing stuff we wouldn't normally do. That's the most alien thing I can think of. Mm. I don't ever do gigs in London with a projector and still cameras and, and live action footage. Mm. Why would I do that in Edinburgh? Why don't I do what I do best and add maybe something a little in the mix? Yeah, I mean, it's all about the jokes at the end of the day. Absolutely, it's a comedy show, really. I think positive attitude is very important, especially at this time of the festival, because this is we are about halfway through and this is the time where performers tend to hit a bit of a wall oh I hit my wall two days ago I, tell you, I, I hit it I ran into it head on and I was wearing glasses <laughs> and it's so stressful because I do honestly believe it's too long in one place yeah. I think we could easily get away with two and a half weeks mm. up here in Edinburgh it just seems forever when we go on tour the exciting thing about going on tour is that you're doing different venues meeting different people different parts of the country and then you can actually even evolve some new kind of material from that but if you're in the same place bit groundhog day oh i don't know about you did you ever do this now you know when you do like three or four gigs a night in london i'm getting this now in edinburgh particularly at this point where i'm in the middle of my gig i'm thinking have i said that before <laughs> yes. here tonight already but i'm loath to ask the audience yeah, exactly. can you imagine it's in a town called tullamore in the middle of ireland and it was a rainy day like today and i was running full pelt down the road in a dark blue suit and brown shoes and somebody across the road screamed at me out of the blue, Hey you, David fucking Bowie. So I think it's probably the best thing anybody's ever actually shouted at me. So Brian, what are your thoughts on the accordion? I love the accordion. I'm Do obsessed you? with the accordion. I got one bought for me on my 30th birthday, which was on one of them years ago. And I have never learned to play it. And it sits in the corner of my room staring at me and making me feel guilty about my inadequacy. So it's weird that I too have an accordion that I've never learned to play. Perhaps there's a man at the Edinburgh Festival who could teach us. Oh, mystery fax machine girl, help me find something to say. To you, mystery fax machine girl, I must think of something today. 
I wouldn't insult you with small talk or chatter like Hi, how's it going? Nice weather lately. Do you like music? What's your favourite colour? Oh, mystery fax machine girl, help me find something I pray. Hey, mystery fax machine girl, do you have the same problem as me? Are you mystery fax machine girl, my identical facsimile? I don't want to make myself look like a fool. What are you doing later? Fancy drinking summer? Oh, you have a boyfriend, really? Is it serious? Oh, mystery fax machine girl, I'm struggling for words, can't you see? My name's Martin White, I'm a comedian and songwriter, and I'm up here premiering a new one-man musical called Do Something Martin. It's an autobiographical piece about the time that I spent working in the city of London, working for the man. Uh, it's got lots of songs in it, including the one you're listening to now, which is a, an ode to doomed office romance, uh, and it also has a song in it about Cornish pasties. Help! Mystery fax machine girl, my nerves will be shredded for good. Please, mystery fax machine girl, I can't seem to act like I should. Perhaps it would help if I said it by fax. For attention, oh, mystery fax machine girl, please really, as if you're going to play. Oh, mystery fax machine girl, if I had your fax number, I would. And you can see Martin White in action alongside a selection of other Edinburgh performers in our open audition video slot on the Guardian website, guardian.co.uk slash Edinburgh 2007. Well, that's it for today's heckle. Tomorrow we'll round up the second week of the Edinburgh Festival. Amongst other things, we'll take a look at some of the Fringe's more unusual venues and discuss the pros and cons of rowdy, booze-fuelled late-night events. And to get us through our half-hour heckle, we'll be joined by comedians Robin Ince and Richard Herring. So, until tomorrow... Bye-bye. Guardian Unlimited.